And we're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sixth episode of the 90 or Nothing podcast show. Well, what a huge week it's been. Warwick Gold Cup's just been, and both Kylie and I were there, and must say I had an absolute awesome time catching up with everyone, watching the competitors. It was just one of the best weeks ever. Massive shout out to all the competitors. Every horse there looked amazing. Everyone competed to absolute high quality. There were some huge runs, great facilities, just an awesome week. Just a quick few little results. From the Champions of Champions, we had Michael Hayes on Wonder Man, Ben Hall, El Torio, and then Canil Bechez on Overtime. In the Stallion Draft first place, we had John Templeton on Holden's Contrast. Second was John Hardy on Lena's Conman, and third was Pete Comiskey on Duck and Down. Ladies, Haley Condon on Bracelet took away the win. Felicity Burton and Asola Ray came second, and Lynn Kelly on Green Top Java came third. In the Cannings, we had none other than Pete O'Neill on Roy takeout on a 268. Mark Buttsworth came second on Playing Harmonica. And Ben Hall on Jackson took out third place. In the Gold Cup was won by none other than Kerry Turner on Hingis. Second lady ever to win the Gold Cup. Huge shout out to Kerry. Well done. Second was none other than Pete Comiskey on Harry. And third was Darren Jones on Players Garda. Whilst we were there, Kylie and I managed to catch up with a few of the Team Cinch Australia sponsored riders. This week... We sit down with Mark Buttsworth. Yep, that's right, the cutout king. Buttsy is an absolute inspiration to many of them out there, and he certainly delivered this week at Warwick Gold Cup with plenty of placings and big scores, and and he did manage to win the stallion cutout on, of course, none other than one stylish Pepto. This interview, guys, is proudly brought to you by our good friends Cinch Australia and Camp Draft Training Online. We hope you enjoy. We are here today with uh, Mark Buttsworth. Thank you for coming along. And uh, we are currently at the Warwick Gold Cup and we um, have seen you put a few good runs around. Uh, what horses do you have and um, have what scores you got and what are you looking forward to? Yeah, a bit of a range in the scores, Kylie. Yeah. Sort of, um, yeah, from 84 and a half up to 91. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, sort of not, not all big, you know, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's got one stylish Pepto, Electric Duck, um, Agile Playgirl and Playing Harmonica is the four that I bought, yeah. Okay, so uh, are those yours personally owned or are they for clients? And not really. Um, yeah, they're, I, I choose to bring clients' horses because you know they they look after me during the year so yep. mine stay at home and obviously stylish I'm, I'm in shares with Peter and yep. Chris there so um, yeah that, that's the only one that I've got got an interest in I guess yeah well he's definitely very interesting yeah. and I think he's definitely you and one stylish Pepto are gen, uh, crowd favorite I think everyone loves watching you mm-hmm. guys and um, he just never seems to let you down he was um, out of one more spin by Pepto's stylish oak and he was actually a top priced horse wasn't he through landmark yeah that's like, how back long ago yeah, yeah seven or eight years now yeah. I suppose, yeah so um how did you guys did you um how did you guys come to own him did yeah, you basically i got him sent to me um as a truck as, as to put through the sale for the the previous syndicate yeah and uh yeah and i you know i mean i, I knew one was been yeah pretty well oh, so you rode him through the sale as well yeah yeah that's correct yeah, yeah. right okay so, um, yeah so i and i I knew Peter loved one, one more spin and I didn't yeah. think I had enough money for him and yeah. so we just formed a little syndicate between three friends really and yeah. and uh, yeah we made sure we got him I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely I think at the time there was a massive hype as we all know he's a he's definitely been well worth it but at the time it was like wow this horse has yeah. gone for a, a whole lot of yeah. money and I think it mm. created uh, probably nearly created Landmark's hype really mm. with those top priced horses yeah. that, that it just creates that yeah. It's funny how it goes. Like I remember putting off the Indie through Dolby, and that was record price in yeah. Australia at twenty eight thousand. Yeah, you know, when right. I was younger, and then yeah. and then it comes to one hundred twenty thousand. And where's it gone from there? It's just doubled again, hasn't yeah, it? Really? It's you know, like, so. Yeah, it's it turned into wow, that's mm. real money, mm. and and um, creates that sort of like who's paying this money and what's the yeah. intentions and. Yeah. And definitely, um, over the period of time, he's yeah. he's been he's well worth. Been a cheap, cheap horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's an amazing athlete. Yeah. So, 
just taken aback a bit, like um, being at Warwick, you've got four great horses here that you just rattled off before. Um, does that give you a lot of confidence coming in here, knowing that you've got those, you know, super solid, and you, you know, you know, you got what's underneath you? Yeah, I guess, um, Peyton, you've got to, you've got to sort of believe in your pick as well. You know, like you can have good horses, and if you either don't pick well or you don't draw well, it can uh, still be negative. You know, so, yeah. So, um, you know, you believe you've got something that can do the job um, if everything falls in the line for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you definitely got some really amazing horses here they've mm -hmm. been winning electric duck for me i'm not sure because i'm down in new south wales i hadn't seen a whole lot of him until about two or three years ago is that when you started with him and all of a sudden i think it was condomine there and you've done really well and yeah and i thought oh yeah. wow this is a really yeah. like there's not a whole lot of him but geez mm. he, he can yeah, really no, he's, work he's can't he? a good little little pony yeah, yeah. so is that there. when you picked him up a few years ago yeah or, well, what was his story before that nathan asked me to ride him at one, some of the bigger ones and yeah and uh he's he sort of doesn't need a lot of tuning up you just got to you know get one cow on him if you can give him a bit of a tune and he's he yeah. sort of fits in with me then you know yeah. so we, we get on well yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, ran second at Condamine last year, and then I was in pretty good shape this year, and just didn't didn't quite get my last gate. Which well, was, I wasn't uh, at Condamine, yeah. so yeah, what happened there? You went out around the back, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had one eight one going into the final, and yeah, twenty three yard and two yeah. pegs, and thought I was going straight straight through the gate, and then the last last stride, the steer just stiffened and just popped me out of it. So, so yeah. in those sort of circumstances, um, I've seen it quite a bit this week actually mm. where the cattle have just mm. been just all of a sudden just throw in a bit of a yeah. turn there yeah. and um, I, I guess it's very disheartening but there's really not a whole lot you yeah. can do about it. Hey? Yeah. I, th I think you've got a choice um, when you, you know, in that run in particular, you know, like um, I went for a slice gate because yeah, okay. I knew who was coming behind me and what I had yeah. to do to win. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you choose to ride for a place, you'll go out the back a bit and come back and make it safe but if you want to win, especially with the class of competitors you got yeah. following or that have already been you've got to um you've got to do something better than them yeah. so um so I, I do choose to ride to win yeah. at, at, at all drafts or particularly these yeah bigger i mean drafts? yeah the bigger drafts i yeah. I, I will will take a risk rather than yeah. go home wishing i had a went yeah. a bit harder yeah yeah no, that's do you ever ride in there with that little bit of doubt in your mind at all like you know yeah, am I going to pick that cow? Am I going to make that turn, or what's? Yeah, I think every human has got doubt um, yep. in some form, um, but you know, you but self belief has got to be a, something you control in your mind, and, and you've got to say, I can do this, and yep. and go and give it your best shot. So you're yeah. really ment mentally preparing. You're really positive, like yeah. Yeah, I love love to be positive. Yeah. Yep. So you're just yep. um, putting that image in your, yeah. of your mind of what's. And, going I, and I think the people that you that you're with and hang around with and. You know, like sort of Jackie and Kenny are good friends, you know, and and uh, you know if we if we're under a bit of pressure, we'll we'll help each other with the cattle and whatever, and that gives you a lot of confidence. Being you know being with people that you trust, pick similar to what you like and know what you want, yeah, and that sort of thing. We we haven't done it much this weekend. We've been all been pretty busy, but um, you know, often we do. You know, so. times when um, you go up to the yard and it's the cattle are just hot or they're mm. you know there's just not a whole lot in there and um you might not be on fresh or may not be on fresh and your fresh yep. come in and they're no good yeah what's your process of mm. going through the cattle definitely come back to feel you know like I'll, yep. I'll ride into the cattle and i'm looking for one that that wants to move off me and on me yep. somehow yeah yeah and then you know one that wants to air itself in yep. some form you know yep. even, even if it's a bit mad if it if it um, is happy to step away and and give you a little bit of space, yeah, you got a chance with that one. Yeah, mm. right. Again. And um, obviously, I've seen you quite a few times on your horses, and obviously, your horses, whilst they can cut out good, um, they can all really run and track a cow good, which not all cutting horses can do. Like they can just be a little thick set or whatever mm. it is. What's your technique? How do you are all horses? Do you just happen to have a really good technique on being able to get them from the cutting pen or What's your process um, there to get them chasing the cow really good like they do? Yeah, I, I believe that if a horse is an athlete enough to, to cut, that he should be able to chase, but he's got to be balanced, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people see a good cutting horse that's fresh on the camp draft scene and he, he does the big yards, so they all sit up and watch, and then he comes outside and he hasn't got, hasn't got a clue what's happening. Well, obviously, you know, if you grabbed a horse that's, you know, any breed of horse that's never been taught to chase outside, yeah. he's not going to look very good. So yeah. I, I think that... that that basically, for me, the biggest thing I want to do is to teach a cutting horse that, you know, well, I guess to go back one step is that a cutting horse is 
comfortable place is a cow's head. Okay, so a good yard horse controls a cow's head, so that suits fine. But then, but then a good outside horse controls the hip, so that cutting horse, he's got to learn that, that it's okay to slide from the head back to the hip area to, mm. to get a peg and that type of thing. So, yeah. so what I do with them is um, what I call sliding, and, uh, and that's what I'll, I'll actually make out. I'm going up one side on a, on a beast outside, and then before I get to where I've got to check him, I'll, I'll take his nose and slide through to the other side, and I find that you yeah, nearly okay. feel the air come out and they go, oh, I'm allowed to do that, am I? You know, yeah, and that, right. that changes their mental attitude about their yeah. position where their comfortable zone is. Yeah, so you're mm. really working on sort of head back to the hip. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and where, where you look as a rider too is really important. Like yes. if you keep looking at the head all the time, you're going to cut pegs off. Whereas if you yeah. take your vision from the head back to the tail or the hip area, you're going to, you're going to help your pegs, yeah. you know, to, to, to be finished sort of thing without yeah. cutting them off. And cutting... Um, their training techniques just in with their feet and their hands and all that sort of thing totally different to what most australian camp draft bushman type people it's kind of a little nearly completely back to front isn't Mm, it to what do you think is that how you Mm. that's sort of how i feel and it took me a while until i sort of dabbled into the cutting side of things i thought oh hang on that's why that horse that i bought from the cutting pen don't like what i'm doing in this camp draft pen so yeah i i I don't have a lot of difference between training my cutting horses too, my camp draft horses, okay. except I use the cow's tail to, to let let that camp horse know he's allowed to go forward. And that's as simple as it is. It's cow-horse relationship, really. Yeah, okay. Mm. Right so when, when they're, you're asking them to go out and that that horse doesn't particularly want to track a cow, you're yeah. going off like that yeah. tail here. But even, even in the yard, if, you, if you've if you started your cutout, and, and like I like to work a line when I do start my cutout, yeah. And then, but then if I want to advance to maybe get some more points or, or get up okay. further to the front, well, I, I won't, I don't want that horse to think he can go until he sees the tail. Okay. And so then when he sees the tail, he's allowed to go forward. And he's when allowed that tail, to move forward when that cow turns when away. When that tail yeah. turns away, the tail disappears. So that means yeah. draw your next line. Okay. Yeah, and then, really and then when I call out, uh, he sees the tail again. And then when the cow goes, he knows it's okay to go. And I think that eliminates yeah. the, the fear in a horse of whether he, you know, I don't, I don't have trouble generally with my horses wanting to jump out the front of the camp. They yeah. they know the cows saying either work or or um or go. Yeah. Yeah, through the through the natural Yeah. No, yeah. that's a really interesting way you put it. Yeah. Do you find that your horse, because of that, he's learns to rate really well coming behind because he actually is looking for that cow to maybe deviate yeah. off its straight line? Yeah, I guess so. Rate, rate, but also be confident about that he's got a job and he understands what it is because because he's reading it from 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 cattle to horse really yeah yeah okay and then the other way around you've actually been really successful in the cutting world as well um you've been two times non-pro futurity winner and you've been open reserve champion winner and that was on almora peps double ray what ended up with that horse did you go um, camp drafting or yeah i've just um he's had two or three drafts now yeah so he's um yeah, he, he, I had him at Chinchilla last weekend and had a 91 in the first round and won the cutout with a 24 and then, then got a whip in the yard, so that didn't go oh, too well. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I, I think he's going to be a really good horse. Yeah, yeah he, so he, uh, he's what, five? Now, no, so. he'd be, he's out of his age events now, so he's finished his cutting. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's yeah. probably closer to seven. What's yeah. he by Ray, Ray Duel? Ray Duel, yeah. 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 What's he out of? Uh, out of um, Yugo Barrow, Pebby Roy. She's the mare that, won, that I won one of the non-pro for Trudy's on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, mm. yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, mm. so there was the Opepi Roy Mare and Diva Dove. So have you kept those? Um, Diva Dove, we sold her. Yeah, yeah, she went through, well, actually Christina and Milton Jones bought her. She went up for the Territory. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah I have so, seen her Yeah, there. yeah. so we, um, we sort of took her to Concurry after the, she won the non-pro and then, um, yeah, then gave her a few starts and then, then Christina took her from there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. And um, your advice for people um, in the camp draft world, what would be your advice if they're interested in cutting, where would they start? Where's a good place to start? Um, you know, definitely in the snaffle bit areas, you know, at your weekend shows and that type of thing. Yeah. Gives them a chance where they can two-hand one and get the feel of it. And, you know, and um, like, I think a lot of people probably think, oh, I don't have the right equipment, I don't have the right horse. Hmm. Can you just use a camp draft horse in those type of things, or would you yeah. recommend to try and? You you can, uh, Kylie, but you know at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know a camp draft horse isn't probably the perfect perfect thing to yeah. um you know to draw your line and stay relaxed there I guess. Whereas, yeah. you know, a horse is just just trained to cut. He's only got one job to learn, hasn't he? Whereas a camp draft horse has got yeah. two or three facets, you know, yeah. that he sort of go through. Yeah. So 
So they might feel a little intimidated probably to, I don't know, whether it's just, um, whether they're intimidated by cutters as people or whether they're worried it's going to cost too much or, yeah, well, I, I mean, don't know what the, the, but there is kind of a little of a hard step for people yeah, to move across yeah, in there. Definitely. Do you think just basically just take that risk and give someone a trainer a call that's close to you and, and yeah and you know take the time to go and go and sit and watch you know like a lot of people think they've got to be hands-on straight up to learn well yeah. I mean I mean I know my parents weren't, weren't horse people at all and I had to do a lot of looking and a lot of watching and a lot of yeah. thinking and and um, and if you get with the right if you make yourself available to the right people and you might have to shovel out the stable for them and do a bit of work and, and that yeah. but you'll get information just and that's, put yourself out yeah, there yeah thing. don't be just, scared to yeah. do a bit of work to to get some information and and um you know most people if you're happy to help in some form will actually give you something back yeah, yeah. yeah. so you mentioned your parents there but where where did you grow up and where did where was your childhood basically? uh yeah almora is the name of the place where where we live at kingaroy and uh yeah we were reared there yeah my parents weren't horse people at all i don't think there was a horse on the place when i First, well, definitely wasn't when I first sort of got interested in horses as, as a kid, and oh, right. I sort of got a land of a pony for a while, and then then um, then motorbikes was sort of my thing for a long time, yeah. and um, yeah, then then uh, probably grade seven, I suppose. I uh, dad got a land of a horse to to he was going to have a go at doing 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 a bit of cattle work and, and that, and yeah. wasn't over successful because he usually ended up coming home on foot. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he um, yeah, that mare was was actually Firefly's mother, which was the mother of Requel and Abigail and all my good oh. mares. You know, oh, wow. so. And you say you got given her, did you, or you bought it? No, we just got Landover. Landover, and, yeah. Um, and yeah, I was only a barefoot kid, and there was a um, yeah, there was a part Arab stallion in the in a neighbour's place there, and I took the mare down there and. And threw her in with him, and was hoping to breed one of these foals. Because yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't own a horse, and uh, yeah, I started in the paddock, and then that wasn't working, so I ended up in the forcing yard, and then we end ended up in the crush. Then, and we got we got a bread, <laughs> and that was Firefly, and she was. You probably got a bit better technique <laughs> this time. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll we'll go to sidelines now. No. <laughs> but yeah, but that was that. Yeah, and I had to give him fifty dollars for the service fee later. But anyway. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> And what was the resulting... Yeah, well, Firefly was that. Was the was, And she was... So she was Arab, did you say? She was part, half Arab. Yeah, yeah. Went right. back to a horse called K-Dye that was real successful at Warwick, you know, yeah. in the early days. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They weren't high-tailed, high-headed Arabs, but they yeah. did have some in them. Yeah. yeah, right. So all my mares, yeah, Double Dove, Abigail, Recoil, they're all quarter bred. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, oh, that's so, amazing. Well, I don't usually tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> What's out there now? Yeah. <laughs> So your yeah. Almora is that a station? Like how big is that? Is that a cattle yeah, property? Or? Yeah, we have we have a breeder block that's forty five k's away, but we yeah. um we that's where we fatten there. So yeah, right. So yeah, it's only sort of six hundred acres, and and then we lease a bit of other country there as well in that area. So, so even though your parents weren't um, horsey, they were obviously cattle. Yeah, they had some cattle, but Dad was a farmer most mostly. Oh, had, okay. He had other country that was cultivation country that we didn't buy. Yeah. Off them, yeah. So yeah. So, so um, then that mare or that. Um, that mare sort of led you into the whole process of camp drafting. Like yeah, you go camp drafting yeah, well, yeah. I, I won my first open on her as as a, when I was younger, and yeah, yeah. She was she was a, a, I mean, I, I think she was good. I I pulled her back in after she'd had nine fillies, I think, and she had nine fillies and two geldings, and and uh, I thought I better just see how good she really was, and she won three open straight, and I thought, well, I'll breed from her again now. Yeah, was, so she, yeah, she yeah. she was good. I I thought when I learnt more, maybe she wasn't as good as I thought, but. You know, we know why she bred well because she was good. Yeah. 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 How was she to like trained? Was she just did those no, things? That... Wasn't much training, I can yeah. promise you. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hard work. She she was uh, in the mushroom team and yeah. just just got rode into shape. And you know, a lot of people now, um, you know, a lot of people still their horses become um, because you know they just ride them to work, which is great. And I'd love to be able to just do that with two or three. But you know, in our situation where we're riding, you know, fifteen or twenty or whatever a day, you just have to find out ways that you can do it. That, that still work in, and in, in the arena situation. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt this interview, but I just thought I'd mention, if you want to find out more about Mark Buttsworth, head over to Camp Draft Training Online and find out all his latest tips and hints to get you those big cutout scores and big draft runs. Be sure to head over to www.teamcto.com.au and subscribe to make sure you are running in those big finals. Butsy, how does your two-year-old program start and how does it differ for a cutter or a camp drafter? 
Yeah, well, it depends. Um, if if I'm going to the cutting for charity with them, well, then then once I break them in, I start them on cattle pretty soon. But if it's just for a camp draft horse, I uh, I like to do a bit of bit of bush work with them and put straight miles on them if I can. Yeah. How many How many rides will you have on a cutter before you put them on a cow? Generally? Oh, I wouldn't care if they had five. That'd be fine. You know, like you, yeah. I don't mean put them on a cow to cut, but I'll but yeah. I'll you know drive that cow from behind and and get them to start to learn to rate. Yeah. Um. You know if my program, I, I probably start a bit late sometimes to be to be dead serious about training cutters. So, so um, you know, I've usually got to get going pretty quick because they're a bit older than what the other mine are older when I break them in than what the other boys usually are. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how do you balance that? Um, you generally have a like a cutting horse, whether it's a futurity or a derby horse. Mm-hmm. Do you try and have a futurity horse every year? Or? Yeah. Well, usually, usually um, we do have. Yeah. Like this year, I've got. I've got one of my own that's cut its leg pretty bad. And it's it's out of Peppy Roy um, by Phalaris, and I think she's really special. But I'm only you know I'm starting her so late because of injury. Um, but I'm, I'm going to probably have a crack, and seven yeah. months isn't long. But I think she's good enough that I can make her useful. Yeah. You know. So how how do you balance all your time because with the drafting and yeah, just a lot of that's right. Hours, yeah, I, guess. I mean, if I if I'm not. I probably don't show cut as much during the year. I just yeah. I, I, I train them, and that, that way I can yeah. still draft and if I, and I rope a little bit, so I can go and do that. And yeah. and um, I call that my cowboy golf. I kind of yeah, I just love well, that. Yeah. How, how did that come about? Because obviously you went on a cattle station, and your parents aren't sort of really into the yeah. horses. How did yeah. you get so heavily involved with the? Did you rodeo as well? Yeah, I had a had a had a fair few turns as a young fellow. Liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. travel the circuit or just? Yeah, the, did a bit. I, I I'd only done just started doing doing a pro show. Um, or two, and then I broke my neck when I was 19, and not not, not out of rodeo now. Oh. Mustering horses on a motorbike up north, and yeah. that sort of put an end to that. And that's that's when I, I always liked camp drafting and rodeo. They were, they were both my passion. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I kind of um, I guess that steered me back into into the horse side of things more than yeah. the other, you know. And yeah. um, and I guess the, the the rope or the team roping and that now is I always liked to to you know try to try to be good at at that and. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it was just a matter of it's probably having a little bit of the bit that I missed out on at the end of your life, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 And yeah. and you went quite well at one of the big shows in Townworth too, didn't you? Did yeah. You end up with a... Yeah, we won a saddle and whatever. We got yeah. a bit lucky there. But, um, <laughs> Were you I... in, was it Rob? Yeah, Leach? Rob Leach. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would have loved to have won a motor car. That was probably my goal. I, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hook in and, and yeah. have a go while it was there, and it just didn't go long enough, probably. That yeah, that, unfortunately, um, that all sort of ended there. Yeah, a year ago, I, didn't it? I know. With um, I drew Aaron Brooklock in the um, in the pro am at Tamworth in the Blake Allen Memorial one, and oh, and yeah. when we won that, he said he said, you know, we would have won, won a car this year if that show was going. And I, I thought, oh gee, <laughs> that would have been nice. But yeah, you get to yeah. ro- you get to rope with that class of man. Well. He yeah. makes you look pretty good, huh? And do you use your own horses or, or yeah, you I borrow use horses? Play Marie, the um, the Acres mare that's out of. Um, remember Pat Kelly won the Gold Cup, the one arm man. Oh um, right, yeah. yeah he, he gave me a, an Acres mare out of Playmate uh, years ago, and she's an open mare and that, but um, really good, really good heading mare. She just rates cattle nice and yeah. does that job well. So I use her mostly. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Miller's always got a horse there if I'm stuck. You yeah. know, if I, if I need to jump on one, he's a good friend and. Yeah. Help yeah. me out heaps, and yeah, yeah still no, trying yeah. to teach me. <laughs> yeah, no, they're really lovely, helpful yeah. people. Do you prefer to head or heel? Uh, I prefer to head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon if I did go to Mount Isa, I'd want to know I was going to have some sort of a turn. <laughs> <laughs> now, getting back to your um, childhood, your family were quite Christian, and you're you've got a really strong faith and belief. And yep. do you um, use that within your competition side of things? Do you carry that with you, or it just just tries just makes you as you are like do you yeah i guess so. i guess it's just it's just part of part of life i mean try to be the best person you can be Kylie. Yeah. i guess you know and, yeah and um you know i i guess i guess you know you know i do believe in 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 the creator i think people are so much um you know you don't see many animals getting around with a mobile phone or looking looking at a tv or riding a horse there yeah, you know so i mean yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I believe yeah that that um yeah we're more than just we're we're, yeah. we're more than what what probably a lot of people think we are, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you just that's been a really good sort of solid foundation for you as a person all through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, no human's perfect. You know, we all make mistakes, but yeah. um, but you know, try to be the best you can be. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good because I think that definitely that definitely comes out in you as a person. You you um, I think you're a very approachable person and and um, and a really good. Um, 
respectful sort of inspirational person for people in the care draft world and the cutting world I think yeah everyone can sort of relate to you quite easily and and um, even though sometimes you might not get the runs that you want you're always kind to your horses and kind to the people out the back and ask how they're going and I think that's really um yeah credit to you mm. as a person yeah not hard to smile is it no exactly <laughs> it's much easier to be nice and it's much easier seeing those real nice horses go and and you see them have that bit of bad luck and you really feel for mm. for them because yeah you just think oh you know there's a lot yeah. of work i think the big thing is just to know in the sport that's not always going to go right but be happy you know yeah. be happy be happy if your horse does well and tries hard yeah and if yeah. they let you down you, you, what's your sort of plan there you just sort of pass it by because you could be really you could be easily be angry and and yeah. take it out on them out the back but yeah, yeah. it's not really I, the way to go i, I think if, if an animal lets you down i do find that really disappointing but you know i've got to look back at my training and say well we better yeah. do it better then, yeah. so you just go home and yeah work every, on every time i get on a horse he, whenever his next ride is after his last event i, I remember what part was his weakness, and I'll I'll try to fill that gap try in. And work on it. Yeah. yeah. No, very good. That's awesome. Um, I remember as a kid when I first ducked up to the rails to watch camp drafting. I um, saw you on Double Dot, mm -hmm. and I was only small then, but I like that was my inspiration when I saw that horse work and you know what he could do. I just thought he was the duck's nuts, to be yeah. honest. Um, just talk a bit about him. Like, what what was he to you? Yeah, Double Dock was, you know, one of the best horses I've ever ridden. Um, you know, probably because probably he could just jump from the cutting pen back to the camp draft pen. If you, once you change the bridle and saddle, he knew, you know. Oh, was, really? He, so you did both and was yeah. successful that way? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like he was, um, he was, I, I remember I had him here at Warwick and then I, I was going to Equitana in Brisbane and, and uh, yeah, and I, and I was panicking thinking I need to be tuning him for cutting and, and yeah. I thought, but I want to be at Warwick, so I did that and... <laughs> And I really just rode him once, and he was. As soon as I changed the gear, he was right, and then he went down there and won. So, yeah. yeah so oh, he, he was he was a great horse. So I I probably um, I probably learned a bit through through him as like I ran him outside, um, you know, as a two year old, and he was just real natural and really good, and I was excited. And then then I thought, well, I want to put him through the maturity. So um, we went back and did that, and probably you know how I talked to you earlier about sliding and and knowing where a horse is thinking about his comfortable zone when I brought him back from you know a few years cutting and I guess you know he won Concari Challenge and whatever so that was his quick quick program um yeah. to, he had to go from from the derby at Tamworth and nearly drive to Concari and and so I was tracking horses on him so he didn't get to chase many cattle before up there but he did it did it well but yeah that was when I learned how important that you know position of, of a horse's mind is you know on a cow you know yeah like so was, is that that the year you won Concari on him yeah that's correct yeah, yeah. so you won mm. you've won Concari three times, Double Dock, Dock's Recoil, and Riverview Top Fire. That's yeah. pretty impressive. That's yeah. That's I, a... I've, I I don't do Concari now. I just I just sort of chose that if I was going to team rope and and I, I love learning something new and team roping is is what yeah. I chose to do. Um, yeah, three is a pretty good number to. Yeah, I, was, I mean, yeah. My, my, <laughs> I guess once you've you've had success in anything, you know, the, the fire might dampen a little bit i guess you yeah, know and yeah, uh, yeah you know i think it's a great event great for the young horses and and you know it's it's a hard event don't worry but yeah but um you know how i'd go if i went back now i don't know i haven't, I haven't yeah. seen it for a while but yeah. i'm sure there's some t you know there's definitely some talented young fellas there yeah you, you sort of you must have really enjoyed that challenging side though it was nothing yeah I, I guess i guess you know it, it was at, at that time was big money too you know like yeah you go back to the early days when it paid ten thousand, you yeah. know, to win. You know, the Gold Cup probably paid three or four. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, it did seem, you know, it was a major event yeah. to, to me. You know, financially to see if you'd go and win it. I guess, yeah. Talking about money, Wollonga Park the last few years, it's um, now a hundred thousand to win. So that's pretty yep. enticing to head down there, isn't it? What do you think it's done for the sport? Well, I, I think we go back a step and say Graham Acton's the one that that really kicked yeah. everything into gear for us yeah um you know we we've got to be forever grateful to him um he, he you know his mind and and his and his inspiration for the sport and everything was just amazing yeah um you know anything that's happened big now is because of what he planted in everybody's minds yeah. i believe yeah that's and you know terry down there at Wollonga is amazing what he's doing for us we really appreciate it yeah and um yeah 
you know, it's probably not the best trip in the world to drive through Sydney and get down to there, and I, I need help to get there, but I'm going somehow. Did you, did you get lost like a few people? I know. Well, I was a bit lucky. Rob came with me, and he, he knew his he way knew through the there. Way. So. Yeah, I know Hugh so. and Ben Hall and Krug yeah. all in Sydney and our dad <laughs> hooked Stuck in the side so. of a mountain, that would have been good, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we broke down the way back, and thanks to you and Rob pulled yeah. up and helped yeah. us on the side of the highway But, you know, it's just there, one so. of those events where if you think you've got any chance or you want to go don't you yeah mm. yeah and you the first year you and one stylist were up there weren't you, you end up yeah I, I actually dropped my yard and uh oh. ran a 65 outside if i roughly oh, yeah and i yeah, so that was yeah. um that was a little hurtful but yeah. you know still part of the event and i still went home with a really good check you know and and yep. uh you know it's you, you know you don't have to win to to have a good time do you you know yeah like, and um the cutout this year. Oh, good on you. I thought you might bring that up. <laughs> this year, they are willing to parts hold. Oh, how much did they put up? About twelve and a half thousand. Twelve and a half grand cutout, yeah. to win. So, mm. you you knew you had to, you knew you had the horse to do it. But um, little whoopsie, and you ended up yeah. back on the. Yeah, that was good, front. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you're the first one that's noticed that, are you? Yeah, well, it was. It was, it was on the live stream and yeah. on the big on the big yeah. screen, so majority yeah. of people saw it. But um, just run us through that moment where you realise. Yeah, I guess. I guess to sort of put you in the picture of what I was thinking was like the year before I got second by half a point on on Stylish and Uh, Harmonica. That's right. Yeah, and did deserve to win it too. Don't worry. Um, Yeah, and you know, and second pays zero. So um, so it's twelve and a half thousand or nothing. And so I had three in the final. Um, I'd already got a twenty four on Harmonica, which was equal first. Yeah. One of Stylish's sons was um, was was tied there. Um, with, with with her, so we still it wasn't going to be clean, you know. And, yeah. and then uh, so I thought, well, I'm going for it, and I overrode obviously, and yeah. I run into the front pretty hard, and 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 went and went went to go for the big kick, and the cow just didn't go and come back under me. Well, I mean, I yeah. I, I, I was just airborne, I was gone. Yeah. So he went, and you had your foot up. <laughs> I was I was ready. I was loose. I was about yeah. to kick him again to yeah. make sure to really get to that cow's head to trap it, and and went. the cow didn't go, and he went with the cow, <laughs> which I guess is what you're training him to do. Yeah, <laughs> so you can only. Yeah. Um, Ollie, Ollie, be happy with so, the yeah. Well, it, it really showcased because I think he'd done an extra turn or two in there. Yeah, too. So yeah. it was quite exciting. It created probably a if nice Troy didn't throw his hat in between him and the cow, he might have done a few more. Yeah. yeah, no, he, um, mm. it was really impressive. Actually, it was a great laugh. But, um, and, um, but yeah, not, no, not at you, but just yeah. how, I mean, it made a lot of people happy. So if if that's what it takes, well, it's good. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's all right. Yeah. Throw twelve grand away. To, yeah, 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 but anyway, there was yeah. absolutely no shame in coming off that. Oh no, it was so exciting actually, and yeah. Just seeing that horse go on, it was yeah. Anyway, very the, impressive. when when um, Electric Duck come back and, and won it for me, the next like, the third one I had in the final, and, yeah. and then won it, it took a lot of pain away from me. It wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, we still had the money, so that was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you didn't mm. let that play in your mind then. You still thought, no, oh, I just I'm thought going well, for it just, again. Just treated it like this was the only one I've got in the final. Let's yeah. go and have a go again. Yeah, yeah. no. And. Uh, Maybe luck fell on my side. Who knows? No, anyway. well, I think it's fair to say that your all your horses, you know, you're just so competitive in the cutting pen, like an outside too, very good rating horses, but mm. they can just really cut out mm-hmm. and just have like a really sort of very athletic move about them, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Like it's really, Definitely. it's yeah, it's really amazing to watch how they can use themselves. It's, mm. yeah, really credit to you because they, they consistently all yeah. do it. So, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely see like, you know, when you pick a cow sometimes, and it's not a 24 cow, but and it might be only a 21, but your 21 still looks really intense and mm. athletic. Yep. W- what do you put that down to? Oh, well, genetics is one thing. You've got to have the right, you know, you, you can't have a have a horse that's not bred to want to work a cow to, to do it well. So, you know, be smart about what you breed. Yeah. And um, and just, yeah, well, I've got a, got my style that, that's cow-related, I call it. Um yeah, and and that you know that, that those horses are reacting to the cattle. You probably notice that my horses probably fire up more when a when a cow looks at them and comes back to them rather yep. than turn turning them away. You know, so for me to get a big cut out, I want the cow to go up there and spin around and come and come and try to beat me. Yeah, yeah. Is it, so that really puts them on their back. That that that, that it switches their on. That ignites their on button. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's arguable. What's the best style and whatever? I mean, there's so many good competitors out there that do it different ways. There's yeah. some some guys that I respect massively that don't let a cow turn back to them. They keep them turned away the whole way. Yeah. And maybe those cattle come out in their circles better, you know. But I personally, if I didn't have horses that ignited on a, on a, on a cow in the yard, I don't think I'd enjoy it, you know. So. Yeah. So obviously there is is quite um sort of 
two styles kind of in the camp draft, isn't mm. it? There's a, the older sort of style yeah. or the usual sort of style for the cutting influence came mm. in where more stock horsey tight where you sort of run them up and then sort of run them from fence to fence and yeah. keep them sort yeah. of rolling to run mm. them out and then sort of yeah. come up and collar them sort of thing, isn't it? Whereas yeah. you camp drafting, while you still try and keep sort of momentum, you, you like you say, you, you pick mm. your line and then nearly yeah. let the cow sort of come back to you mm. to a degree, don't you? Not yeah. not right to you, but you sort of... And then obviously yeah. when you get your chance, if they turn away, but That's right, whereas yeah. the stock horse are... They kind of keep them turning away constantly, yeah. don't they? So yeah. Yeah. you've obviously over time decided mm. that... that cutting style obviously with your training in the cutting world suits your style yeah yeah I, I believe that horses that are you know bred to to cut more than 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 your stock horses as you say um they, they can actually lock lock their hocks and you know more and and, mm. and hold that tougher cow in the middle yeah um you know whereas your you know your thoroughbred style horses or whatever they you know they're they're, they're more bred to chase and and that's what they do great you know yeah. and um but and and some of those horses are really effective at at going, you know, from fence to fence, but yeah. you know, in in the bigger yards that we're using now, which I think are, are, are great, you know, for, for everybody because the cattle sort out better and you know don't get damaged as much. Yeah. Um, you know, you need a horse that can can sort of load up and and uh, and hold himself under pressure. Yeah. yeah. No, very good. And Lamark, what are you? What are your plans for Lamark this year? Have you got sale horses, classic horses? Um, yeah, I haven't got too much really. There's there's probably five outside ones I'll just take for clients. Yeah, so. in for the classic or for the sale? Um, no, for the sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but it, what I about the classic draft? You got? Haven't, haven't actually thought of it. There's one there that someone said they were going to bring. I don't know if it's coming or not. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. Yeah, I haven't even thought about it. To be honest, yeah. Um, but yeah, more more just um just taking a few sale horses and and yeah. um yeah, there's there's one metallic cat colt out of um. Ray's little hottie out of the mare that I won the um, uh, one Toowoomba Open Classic with, okay, yeah. and uh, yeah, like he's a really really nice colt. So yeah. how old is he? Um, he's a two year old. Yeah, so yeah. we'll start him on cattle when I get home from here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan Lithgow broke him in and did a really nice job on him. I rode him between Chinchilla and Chinchilla yeah. and Condamine, and um, yeah, no, he's he's a special what, animal. What are you thinking of the metallics as far yeah. as going into the camp draft pen? Do you yeah, think well, I mean, do it? it's got to be proven yet. I yeah. I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that they're, you know, that they're, that we can say that they're better than what we've got already yet. But, yeah. but you know, you see, see Kylie's moon mare. You know, she yeah, she she just cruises around there and does it easy. And yeah. and uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be able to do it in in some form and and probably yeah. great. You know, she but. was actually the mare the first time I saw her and Phil Dawson was showing her through the futurities and that, and I just fell in love with that, yeah. that mare of Kylie. Yeah. She's she's beautiful. Mm. So mm. Um, when I saw her and I thought and the style of mare you thought yeah well, she should draft and mm. now she is she's yeah, definitely yeah. got the goods yeah. yeah kylie's doing a great job you know she's, yeah. she's i was only saying to matt there yesterday you know like she she sort of um you know rode them steady for a long time and mm. probably didn't quite fill the gaps in but now she's she's getting it done and like yeah. chinchilla and condamine she rode unbelievable yeah she, yeah she was competitive and and the horses looked nice and she she, she rode them great yeah yeah, nah. yeah. what about uh breeding wise like obviously one stylish Pepto breeds some great um, progeny, but what other horses would you sort of, what are the other lines you look at apart from him? Yeah, anything out of one more spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's breeds for different things, isn't there, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, I used to first cross all the time when I had double lock, I had my stock horse and thoroughbred mares and yeah. first cross because that's suited my, my drafting the best. Yeah. And at that time you could still, you know, when I was in the non-pro cutting, you could still be competitive on your first cross, whereas that's all gone those days now. It's yeah. you want your purebreds for early maturity. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, whereas now, you can breed purebred horses to, um, you know, to have soft feel and and they can cut a corner and they can do whatever we want. You know, and they probably have a little bit better mind. You know, so for for the for the more weekend type person, I guess. You know, so. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I see the con man's crossing really well with the. With you know, I mean, they're crossing good with the stock horse mares too. But I see some of the um, some of the ones like Peter Knutson's mare and that sort of thing that are that are you know out of out of good mares that I saw on the cutting pen and and by con man and and to yeah. me they look like they're they're top top shelf. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, um, what have you got coming through out of one stylist? You got any um, particular ones out of that you think are pretty special coming through? Yeah, yeah. I I guess um, little mare that I won the um, 
Futurity draft with the week before Condamine at Kuya. She's um, out of Abigail. Yep. Um, yeah, so she she, uh, she she she's just real natural and likes cattle. Yep. She'll squeal at a cow if it gets too close to her. Like she's, yeah, she's that excited right. about yep. them. And then runs real sort of flat and travels yep. nice outside. I really like her. Um, little mare that won the Futurity draft at Paradise um, of Chris Cummins's. She's um, out of Madonna, out of his creamy uh, mare. Um, by Stylish, she... Um, yeah, she, she she just you know still got to go through the process yet, but she yep. she feels like she'll be you know real good outside as well as inside. You know, so you just... mentioned one more spin there. So is that a mare that you saw and thought, oh, that's they're the type of horses I got to have? Is that where it's the it one stop? Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, sort of. If any person saw one more spin and said yeah. that, said they didn't like her, that, yeah. their, their line, yeah, the yeah, yeah, she was just a super athlete, quick, sharp, good looking, looked like she draft. She never did, but yeah. I know Todd and I talked about it plenty of times and, you know, you know, she didn't have to do it to prove how good she was, but she would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, no, uh, I've, I've only seen a video of him where he got the highest score at, at the town with yeah, the there. Yeah. And that's sort of really the only time I actually have seen yeah, a video of yeah. her. But yeah, yeah, she looked pretty Probably pretty the, one of the first cuttings I ever saw. She was she was getting pre-worked there, you know, and, and I watched some and then I saw her and I went, oh, I want to do this. You know, yeah. like she she, she yeah. inspired me. Yeah. yeah. So do you find that happens along the way where you see a horse and you're like, oh, that's, well, you probably got him now, which is one stylish. Yeah. But yeah, like they're, they're obviously you sort of had those moments within when you were um, growing up and learning, there mm. was those sort of, oh, they're, that's my type of horse. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, yeah. you see you see horses with the, that are balanced, you know, and come out of the withers and, you know, and got a cresty neck and, and yeah. you know, it, it doesn't mean they're going to be the best ones, but it, but it's sure going to help, you know, like um, some horses just don't, might not look the part, but they, they've got the desire and the heart to do it and they're yeah. good too. But, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you, you know yourself, Kyle, you've got a couple of good ones in your string there. Oh, and, thanks. One little chestnut, <laughs> one that I wouldn't mind riding, I can tell you. Oh, that's a bit, I was at the gate there before <laughs> and the fellow goes, oh, geez, this is only a little horse. Yeah. Oh, she's got a big enough heart, she's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little and good's better than big and useless. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about in the cutting or camp draft pen, who do you watch and, you know, really sort of maybe inspire, aspire to be or like, you know, really like to watch, I guess? Yeah, I mean... I, I think right at the moment, um, you know, there's some really good young guys coming through. There's probably too many to mention, but, you know, like probably two that I mentioned yesterday just in conversation with someone was, you know, Luke Bennett and um, Will Dirk. And, like, they're just, yeah. you know, they they both got different qualities, um, but they're both coming through in a big way, I think, you know. Like Luke's, you know, done more in the yard than what, what Will has, but Will's got a real natural way with him chasing cattle. I think he's... I think he's going to go places big time. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, we've like, been following mm, him a bit. Mm, yeah. And um, yeah, I think, do you think, like, they just seem to be able to rate cattle really well? Do yeah. You, do you just put that down, just the fact that just, they just work cattle a lot? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I don't know a lot about Luke's background, but I know with Will, you know, Robbie's dad to me was a, you know, I, I, I guess he's not underrated now, but he was a great horseman in my eyes. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so then. Then we all had that to grow up with, and then then he's you know obviously with Ben, you know in the bush all the time, and and you know Ben's a superstar as well, you know so yeah. so um yeah they they just become good and it becomes natural to them. There's not you know you talked about you know nerves and all that sort of stuff. Those guys don't have nerves because it's just they they've grown up with this with, yeah. with it around them. It's just part of their life. Yeah, know? and like you say, particularly uh, Will's mare, it's out of a good mare. Like mm. the yeah, bloodlines that, right. are now yeah. becoming like this mare is out of that good mare, and, and it just just shines mm. through, yeah. doesn't it? Like you, you tell know. the qualities. And you know, I, I probably shouldn't have pulled two names out of the hat, but they were the first two that come to yeah, my mind. I think but this I, week, I, I think yeah. there's so, so many good young guys out there now. You know. And, you know, and and I, and I think in my life, you know, go back to the beginning, you know, like like when I first started, you know, there was Bob Black and Wayne Knutson, they were the guys that inspired me to, yeah, you know, have a go, and and yeah. and I and I and I still admire them, you know, but yeah. then then you know Bruce McNaughton, he's definitely one that to me because he had the balance of the good yard horse and the good outside horse, yeah, you know, he was he was a big inspiration to me, and yeah. and uh, and probably the turning point for me was going from just being a bush camp drafter to. Yeah, more the bit of the American influence was Don Tanner, yeah. and when when Don come back from the states, I went and spent some time with him, and yeah. and uh, yeah, and I just didn't realise how much was out there to learn, and I didn't know what a horse's shoulder was to move it and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And so a little bit about Don mm. Tanner, do you think he was a bit before his time over here? Because yeah, it's kind of yeah, definitely like that sort of 
style of riding, it just yeah. wasn't common, wasn't it? There no. was just sort of a few no. blokes that sort of had it and slowly yeah. it become... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he was definitely sort of, yeah, a little... Yeah, yeah definitely before his time. He was a great man and whatever he did, he could he could make a bit or a spell or he could yeah. train a cutter, train a camp horse, go back to horse, and yeah. do whatever. He was just a good man. Yeah, yeah. I guess I sort of didn't really think of it at the time because mm. I was a bit younger and always knew Don Tanner as far as, yeah, he could always had that really good cutting influence. But um, now I look back and I think, oh, wow, he really mm. was sort of yeah. left field to what the Australian mm. horseman was. Like, yeah, he, for sure. Yeah, yeah no, he was... He was definitely, you know, a, a, a really, really big influence in my life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. What about some, who are the, some of the other trainers when you were growing up? Who did you spend time with and learn from? Um, I did a lot of, well, Don taught me to chiropract horses, yeah. so I was on the road a lot doing that when I was young. And, and um, yeah, I mean, Todd Graham, Johnny Mitchell, those sort of guys, I was always doing their horses. So if ever I was going to that class of man, I was always going early, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I believe that, you know, to be successful in life, and I say it at the schools that I do, you know, that if, if, um, you know, if 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 you sort of forget the things that already work for you and try to be that other person, you you won't succeed. But if you keep the things that work for you and take out of their program the little bits that can make you better, then you'll you'll be the best you can be. Yeah. And I really, um, you know, whether it be John and Johnny and Todd, or you know, that's two names I've picked. There's there's heaps of others yeah. too. You know, like uh, yep. there's heaps of people that have helped me through my life. And um, yeah, but I but I think you have to be open minded and be prepared to, you know, accept change and accept that you might be not doing it the best way you can and get better. You know, so yep. associating with um, good good people that are doing something that you'd like to do that way, you know, will lift you to that level. Yeah. And they're all human, hey, like they're not yeah. really above anybody else as no. much as people might sort of feel intimidated. Just, yeah, yeah like yeah. they're all good people. and We all put our genes on the same way in the morning and, you know, I don't I don't feel that I'm any better than any other human being in the world, you know, like yeah. every, everyone's equal. I like everybody, you know. Yeah, well, since yeah. I started in the cutting, like I was really nervous about asking for help or even mm. just getting turned back people and it's sort of really daunting because you need other people to help you in the cutting world. But yeah. I've never once had someone say, no, I won't help you. Yeah, that's Right. They will yeah. all jump in, even mm. if you don't know them, never met them, you're just yeah. sort of like, hey, I'm a bit short on a yeah. turnback person. Yeah, that's right. They are all really good, um, lovely people. And yeah, and yeah. Um, that's sort of just what I mm. I found that um, the more I asked and the more I put myself out there for help, the more that they were, they were like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, and, um, yeah for I, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, really I think, you know, there's not too many Australian people that don't really want to see other people do well. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, just... just I, th- I think there's a little bit of pride in in the people that you help or work for you and they learn off you and, and yeah. then you see them do well. I, I get a buzz out of that. Yeah. You know, like oh, I, 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 and, you know, I mean, doing schools all over the country, there's so many people you see, yeah. see um, you know, turn up and you see them get one around and you think, well, that's good, you know. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah. You hope you can leave something behind that helps others. I think you've definitely left your mark because I think wherever you go, it's always, yeah, you know, you always seem to be running the big rounds or winning the big, you're sort of always up there, consistently up there, and and everyone really looks at you as far as you know, you know, for their inspiration of you know this is where yeah. they want to be with their horses. Yeah, and there's a lot of, a lot of the young guys now. They're working hard, and and you know they're you know I I've got one saying that age and cunning beats youth and skill, but I'm not so sure now. They're all coming through pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you just you definitely haven't mm. backed off and let them go around you. Yes. No, well, uh, yeah. yeah. Depends how we all draw. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that is part of the game mm. with drafting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you very much, Mark, for no sitting worries. down with us. We really, really enjoyed your time. And, no worries, Pleasure. You know, good luck at the rest of uh, Warwick. Yeah. And no. I hope you come home with the goods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, no, you've won right. the Cannings twice, has it? Yeah. You've yeah. won the the Gold Cups kind of eluded you, hasn't yes. it? Yes, equal seconds, about as close as I've been there, Yeah, probably, I've, yeah, yeah, there's been a few years and I know my Ben said, oh, that cup's just, yeah. just always out of Batsy's reach, yeah. but yeah. That's yeah, it. it used to bother me a bit. Now I probably, um, I probably just, yeah, I'm just happy to be here and, yeah. Yeah. and um, you know, I mean, a couple of champions wins that, you know, that and the canning downs yeah. is, to me, if, if, You've been successful if that, if that's what I have to go with, I'm happy with that, you know, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, I'd love to win it too, of course. It would just but, be the cherry on top Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. But I think the mistake I made as, as younger when I had some opportunities was I used to try to, you know, you might be leading going to the final, but I'd try to lift the bar in the final. Too much pressure. Yeah. yeah. Try to make it 
better and I probably just should have just rolled through and just said, do what you're doing, it's working, you know, yeah. so yeah. maybe that'll help someone else <laughs> and maybe well, I should hear it too. <laughs> well, you never know, you, yeah. you, you know, we wish you all the very best yeah. here and, no, thank and it's you. not one of the people yeah. in our truck with the gold cup, I hope it's yeah. you. Yeah, no, that's right and, you know, I'd just like to thank all my sponsors too that have yes. been so great to me, you know, sort of over the... Over the years, there's been, you know, I probably I probably won't try to mention them all because there's, there's been a lot and they're, and they're still with me and thank you very much for the, to all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Thank you very much. Well, that's the interview, guys, done with Mark Buttsworth. Big shout out to Team Cinch Australia for sponsoring that episode. Definitely check out their website, www.maverickswholesale.com.au to be dressed in all the latest fashion. Thank you very much, Team Cinch Australia, for getting behind us here. My three quick little takeaways from that interview with Butsy was, well, Butsy, number one, came from a non-horsey background, and, you know, that may surprise a few of you out there, but it just shows he's talented in everything, but... He works so hard day in, day out to be the best that he can and it really shows because we all see every time he competes, he turns up there and is just phenomenal to watch. He's the cutout king, so definitely guys, pay attention to him. He knows how to get those horses started. He gets them going and shows them always in a professional manner. No matter if that cow only has a 20 yard in it, he'll make it look like a 22 Butsy is one of the few people out there that can compete in camp drafting, cutting and team roping and do very well in all three sports. This is a huge credit to his talent but also the hard work and dedication and commitment that he has to all three of these sports. Butsy, we can't thank you enough for coming into the podcast studio with us and sitting down and sharing us with your life. To all our great listeners out there, we hope you enjoyed the sixth episode of the 90 or Nothing podcast show. Be sure to get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram and let us know what you think and who you'd like to see coming up on the show. All right, guys, till next week, we'll catch you then.